Along the Shannon Estuary Way on Live 95. With the Flying Boat Museum in Foynes. Now we've made many stops along the Shannon Estuary Way over the last number of weeks. This Saturday we're off to Ballysteen and specifically we're going to be talking about Bay Castle. Anne Kellett is on the phone. Good morning to Anne. Good morning, Trevor. How are you? Very good, thanks. And I'm looking at the uh, fantastic uh, Bay Castle and um, it's a fantastic location there as well. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. It's literally on the estuary. Um, there's a pier, a slipway. And the castle itself has a, a checkered history. But um, the short version is it's believed to have been built on the site of a Viking settlement. So according to the legend, a Viking prince returned here on the shore following his conversion to Christianity. And he built a church here in the 820s. So the castle itself was built by the Fitzgeralds of Desmond as an outpost fortification around the year 1200. So it's at least 800 years old. Okay, and um, we'd better tell listeners, you are the owner. <laughs> yeah. You are the owner of this. And um, what shape is it in, Anne? What condition? Well, it's not great, to be honest. Um, the ground floor isn't too bad. There's an arched roof, and that's okay. Then there's a battery attached onto it where the soldiers used to live, and that's fairly okay. So there were three cells in the battery and they have the beautiful arch ceilings as well. Um, there's a fireplace in the inside one. So apparently the higher ranking soldiers slept here beside the fire and the other soldiers slept in the middle one and the horses then were in the, the other one. And so that's fairly okay. That's in good nick. Okay. And, and uh, the historic Coast Guard cottages, are they alongside it? The cottages then are just down... A, literally two seconds across the way they're on the same site um, the cottages are roughly 367 years old we know that they were uh, existing in 1654 when there was a civil survey carried out so um, they were fairly run down um, the castle served as a coast guard station from the year 1835 to 1860 and the cottages were used then as the coast guard for the coast guard officers. So there was never water or electricity on the site, um, and they were completely covered in ivy, and they were full of rubble. But um, when we started clearing them, we discovered some parts of the old fireplaces, and there were actually tile floors underneath. There was about three foot of rubble. So we used to get very excited when we were clear away the rubble, and you'd discover a bit of a floor or yeah. tile. And why did you decide to invest in this? Well, to be honest, Trevor, it was really my husband, Paul. He used to rave about the place for years. Um, he was always saying he'd love to get his hands on it. But it was owned by an Italian countess at the time. So I thought it was just a pipe dream. Um, and then about two years ago, it was like one Sunday morning, um, he discovered it was on the market. And he asked me would I like to come down and have a look at it. So I said, well, don't be tormenting yourself because we can't afford it. Mm -hmm. So he went off on his own anyway and came back and he said, we're going to buy that. So we literally sold everything we had, including our own house, to fund it. And, and you've, um, re you've really made sacrifices, Anne, because you're, you're living there and you're not living in, in, in luxury now. I mean, you, you, no, you, you wouldn't exactly call it luxury now. It's a mobile home while we're building our own house. Now, he promised me, Trevor, it would be ready in a year, but um, the roof isn't on it yet. So. 
Uh, and where is the house, Anne? Is it is it nearby? Obviously, it's yeah. There were there were six cottages just uh, we'd say the Coast Guard cottages, yeah. and then there's another cottage on the hill okay. which we're doing for ourselves. It was called Courtney's Cottage. Um, Courtney's used to live there, and then we discovered later on there was another little cottage um, just down by the water, and actually Paul's granddad used to live there. That's where his granddad came from. Okay. Um, I, I can understand when you, when you see the location and you see, you know, I suppose you have to use your imagination to imagine what it, what it could be like if it was fully restored. That is the plan, and is it fully restored the cottages and the castle? Um, the cottages are almost finished. They're, they're nearly there. Um, the castle, if we won the last one in the morning, Trevor, the castle would be done as well. But yeah. Um, hopefully in the next year or two we'll get to do some work to it. Okay, all right. Um, so how do you go about it? Where do you start? I know you, you said you were clearing out the rubble and whatever. West Limerick Resources have been on hand to give you some help. Oh, they were amazing. Um, I was actually in the tourist office one day about two years ago and Katrina, Katrina Scully came yeah. in. So we were just chatting and I was telling her about the cottages and she said, uh, there might be a bit of funding there for you. I said, oh my God, that would be brilliant. So we put in the application, went through the whole process. Katrina was just amazing. And we got granted 150,000. So only for that, we probably wouldn't have been able to get them finished. Okay. And, and I know you, you said there about the rubble. What, where do you start? I mean, and how do you go about renovating these hundreds of years old um, historic cottages? Um, well, basically... First of all, the first thing we did was pull off all the ivy, clean them out. Um, we had to go through the tender process to get a builder. Um, John Hawk was was the contractor assigned, and um, a lot of the local uh, local people worked on it. You had Coggy Morn, we had um, Paul Shanahan did the lime plaster, so there was a lot of locals involved in it as well. Okay, I mean, you said your husband was maybe the driving force behind this. I suppose um, a lot of people would like to be uh, the owner of a castle and, you know, it might be something that may be a decision that you'd make, you know, with, with a lot of emotion behind it. But I suppose then when you get down to brass tacks and go, this is going to be huge in terms of, of monetary investment, but also our own time. And as you said there, you're, you're living in a mobile home while you're, while you're building a house. Was there any stage over, over the last couple of years and you thought, what are we, what are we doing? Uh, Trevor, I'll be honest with you. Um, when we put our own house on the market, I used to wake up some mornings and think, oh my God, this is so exciting. And other mornings I'd wake up and I'd think, oh my God, am I mad at this stage of my life, you know. But I suppose you have to you have to go for it and life is too short to make the best of it. Sure, sure. Listen, I, I can I can just see, you just have to use your imagination when, when you see the pictures and you see the location, you're on the Shannon Estuary and, and we're talking here over the last few weeks on this programme about the, the tourism potential. There's massive tourism potential there. Oh. And the concept then, like the Shannon Estuary way, um, with the work you're doing with the cottages and hopefully down the line with, with the castle itself, I mean, it'll be a really important stop along the Shannon Estuary Way when this work is done. Well, hopefully. Um, Tina, Ivan and Irene from the Shannon Estuary Way group have been just amazing. They're doing Trojan work. Um, they're just promoting the whole area as a tourist destination, but also they're working to rebuild the communities 
around or to build the communication, sorry, between the communities up and down the estuary. You know, they want to tell the whole story. Actually, there about two weeks ago, um, we were all down the pier and the boat pulled up, Patsy McCarthy and driving it and um, a few of the lads with him. So they stayed for a cuppa and when they were leaving, they asked if I'd like to go for the drive as far as escaping with them. So off I went anyway, armed with a glass of wine in hand and it was absolutely just magical. We went up by Beeves Lighthouse and I hadn't been up there before. So we were looking across at the islands um, the sun was setting. It was just magical. You could have been on the Mediterranean. So there's huge potential there for boat trips over to the islands. Um, it's just it's just brilliant. So hopefully next year, please God, um, we might be able to organise boat trips over and back. But the only thing is we're limited by the tides. But I'm sure we can come around that some way. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering, have you spoke to other people maybe who've done similar projects or similar work in terms of restoration of very historic buildings about the best course of action to do or even giving yourself a timeline for, for trying to achieve what you are trying to achieve? Well, we did. We visited um, a castle in Tipperary. God, I can't remember the name of it. But um, my son-in-law knew the man and he asked us to go up and look at it and it was just fabulous. So that's what we'd be trying to achieve, that it would be livable mm-hmm. in maybe two to three years. Okay. Um, you, you spoke there about the, the tourist potential and, uh, you know, it, hopefully you, it'll be very child-friendly as well in terms of the facilities in, in Ballystine as well, you know, that uh, when you were talking about a tourism market, that, you know, it's going to appeal to all to all ages. Oh, definitely. Um, well, all my family love animals to start with. So we've got three donkeys, two ponies. We've got two pygmy goats who are hilarious. Uh, Bertie the pig. Um, and there's three rabbits, as well as the dogs and the cats. So um, it's going to be a little petting area there for the kids. Um, all summer they've been swimming down at the pier. My own grandson loves it. He'd lived there in the water. So it is already it's a tourist attraction. But we'd love to just develop that. Okay, so you know, it is very long term, and and um, you know, you're not putting yourself under pressure in terms of that timeline I, I spoke about. You know, it is a very much a long term project. But oh, it is. Yeah. You hope to have some movement, in, even in terms of the castle. Uh, sorry, the cottages, I should say, in the next say twelve months. Oh, definitely. We're hoping they'll be finished by Christmas. Um, there's a coffee shop as well underway, so that should be ready. We're hoping to have it open for Christmas. Okay. Um, and would the cottages be rented out? Is, is that the aim? Oh, they're holiday cottages. Holiday cottages, yes. okay. There are five of them. Um, maybe six in the next year. We might do the sixth one. So um, they'll be short-term rentals. Along the Shannon Estuary Way on Live 95. With the Flying Boat Museum in Foynes.